0: like angel or manifestation of like the Lord come to you. Um, and I think like obviously within your like heart of hearts or like like with the Holy Spirit like you can experience that but you're not gonna have like Jesus in the flesh like come to you and be like here I am son like you know
1: (laughs) do you feel like do you feel like that's what most people Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the
0: matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians
1: trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible.
0: In this episode, we're gonna be talking
1: about where God is during the tough times. When life gives you lemons, you can make lemonade. Maybe just with a dash of sackcloth and ashes. Uh, uh,
0: uh, hey, man uh, up. Stop crying. Uh, Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Thank you. There you go.
1: Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Alrighty. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian. Um, and uh, we want to just say this is going to be a tough one. Tough one. It's going to be a toughie. We're talking about... Uh, where is god during the tough
0: times we had a hard time thinking about what to come in like the like the intro right uh because we want to be funny in this but it's going to get serious there's no real laughing times about about tough times you can laugh at it
1: maybe later
0: yeah but no, there's,
1: not you not you always
0: can, you can definitely have like a sense of humor in those kind of times but i think it's also like you have to realize, like it's a sombering time, right? Yeah. Do you, do you ever uh, have you ever uh, been so sad that you laughed? Yeah, you just kind of had to laugh. I think most times I, I like that. Like in the in my most lowest times,
1: yeah. You're weird. I've got
0: a weird. Uh, I've got like. I'm such a I've got that like comedian's dilemma where it's like in like your worst times you just find things to joke about oh, because gotcha. Yeah, like have you ever heard of that? Like a lot yeah. of comedians are secretly like really depressed. Yes. Um. Yeah. Like for me, whenever I get like in a really low time, uh-huh. I always think about like how comical it can be. Sometimes, like mm. I was when I was like super poor and debt, like in college, like eating ramen. I just thought about like, like like this is just such a stupid time to be alive. Like in my life, like I knew I was going to get through it. I was just like, like I'm at my lowest. I was sleeping in a bed with another, like with my roommate at the time, like we were sharing like a full size bed Yeah, and me and him were sleeping in a one room apartment with holes in the walls. Yeah. And I like, remember just like looking around my lot, being super depressed in life, but also just being like, this is such a funny situation to be in, you know, and I, I, I thought it was comical. Then I got out of it. Now I'm married to my wonderful wife. So well,
1: speaking about uh, interesting seasons of life, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do that. So, you know, when a new episode comes out. You can head over to Apple Podcast, leave us a five star review, and maybe write us a little something nice. That'd be really, really Please. awesome. Um, okay, let's jump in. Uh, yeah. Where is God during the tough times? Uh, have you have you ever actually thought that? Yeah. Have you been there? Yep. Okay. Been there. What was that? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. We. I mean, there's a a few times that I've been in that situation, and it's always been one of those things. Like, obviously, as a Christian, I know that the Lord is with me. At all times, okay. right? And and I think like the Holy Spirit is very comforting in that, but also like would always kind of slap me awake, you know? And I would always be like, you know, God, where are you? Or God, it's like, just be like, dude, I'm right here, dummy. Like, right. don't you see like, like my, what I've been doing over the last, you know, like month and a half or whatever, like in your life? And he'll just kind of reveal to me, like, I've been here right beside you. But I think like the more important question to ask is like, when before you were a Christian, did you ever have those moments? And how did you think about it in those moments? Because I've always been a Christian. Right. And so, you know, once saved, always saved kind of thing. Um, but like some of my friends and coworkers, that's a question that they ask a lot, which is like, you know, oh, where is God when, you know, this happens? Or where right. is, and like, it's a very hard question to answer. So what do you think about that?
1: Um, I will start it out by saying uh, my earliest memories of uh, wondering where God was during the tough times uh, would be uh, like, Uh, praying that God would help me to pass like a math test, Mm -hmm. um, even though I had never, ever, ever studied for it. (laughs) And when Mm -hmm. I failed it going, God, where were you? Uh, So that's like on a comical kind of sense. Um, But, uh, you know, I I probably, uh, I can't remember the first time I thought about it, but like maybe when my parents got divorced or like I experienced some pretty garbage stuff, like some Mm -hmm. pretty, you know, awful stuff when I was a kid. And I, I don't think I really thought about it. I was a little too naive, but as yeah. I grew older, I do remember having some of those thoughts. I wasn't a believer yet, and I, but I remember thinking like, if there was a God, like why are all these crappy things happening? Yeah. Like where, like, where is he supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like that kept me yeah. from like accepting the Lord. I didn't really have anybody teaching me about the Lord at yeah. that time, but I just remember thinking like, m- like maybe I was kind of agnostic as a teenager mm-hmm. and thinking like, if, if he is, why did these things happen to me? If, yeah. if he is, why are those bad things happening to my friends mm-hmm. and to their families? Like, I remember having those thoughts yeah. and, and I remember it being confusing. Um, I remember it being frustrating mm-hmm. and I remember it being like, uh, also a little bit callousing. Yeah. Like I didn't, I, I, you know, especially when you're young, you're like, I need somebody to support me. Like, where is the, Where's, where are the people who are like thinking about me supporting me in this? Mm. And it's like, maybe that kind of like thought crossed my mind. Like if there's a God, shouldn't he kind of
0: be doing that? Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling that. Wasn't that like interesting? So, uh, I think a lot of times when people question like, Oh God, where are you? Like when the, when these bad things happen, mm-hmm. I think especially like in, in a Christian's life or even a non-Christian who's surrounded by Christians, okay. I think that what, like the way that you can answer that question is by looking around you and seeing how Christians, are always there to kind of surround that person with love and be there for them in that hard time. So you're talking about you're saying
1: uh, answer to the question of where is God like during the tough times would be God's manifestation like through His people. Mm-hmm. Like their God's presence is there. 100%. One of one of the many ways would be through His people. Yeah, okay. He's not
0: like you're like unless you are a a one percent of one percent. You're not gonna like have a physical like angel or manifestation of like the Lord come to you. Um, and I think like, obviously within your like heart of hearts or like, like with the Holy spirit, like you can experience that, but you're not going to have like Jesus in the flesh, like come to you and be like, here I am son. Like, you you know,
1: (laughs) do you feel like, do you feel like that's what most people expect? They're going, I want some sort of audible visual confirmation that he's here. Like, you know, I, I, I've, I mean, I've heard some people say that, but do you feel like that's a common thing? Like people are going like, I need something more. I think
0: ever since Moses's like, like interaction with Jesus on the way to Damascus, people have been wanting that and desiring for that, like, like aha, uh-huh, like here's, here's the Lord. Sorry, like, did you say Moses, Moses or did you mean Paul? I, I meant Paul. I, yeah. I, I, was I like, said like, went OT to an NT yeah. like really fast. Uh. Uh, and now we're going to connect the two <laughs> yeah, let's here. Yeah, connect the two. Um, okay. No, but like, yeah, ever since Paul's, Paul's conversion on the road to Damascus, like I think people have just always been exp- like seeking that experience instead of recognizing like, hmm. well, the Lord works through his hands and feet that he established within the church, you know? Okay. So and when you're going through a tough time, like, It's easy to say like, oh, God, you've abandoned me, but just look around and and find the people that are that are there. So that's one way would be
1: his people who Mm -hmm. would be his church. Um, Okay, I would say um, the biggest thing is even if you don't have people around, um, hopefully you have the Bible around. Right. The the word of God. Like when people say, well, where is God? Like I don't feel his presence during my tough times um' I'll, I feel like people misuse the verse that God has never left me nor forsaken mm-hmm. me. they should look at the love letter that he's already left right yeah. Those are words of encouragement, words of affirmation, words of promise. Mm-hmm. Um, those are there for you at all times and I um, one of my favorite lyrics from uh, one of my favorite uh, Christian hip-hop artists. Um, uh, is Kanye West. No, definitely. Well, he's grown on me. <laughs> Kanye's grown on me. Um, and I'm totally blanking the name of my favorite, one of my favorite Christian hip hop artists right now, but uh, uh, he's a guest artist on one of the beautiful eulogy albums. And he mm. says, uh, basically I'm going to s- horrible summary of it. He says, basically like, That people are so busy looking, they want so badly to see the book of Exodus in their life that they discredit the book of Ruth that's happening in their life, Yeah, right? Which is like a love story. Yeah which is a beautiful story of relationship and and it's like we 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 say I want a pillar of smoke, I want a pillar of fire. I don't want this like intimate love letter that yeah. was written to me though. Yeah. Like and so that would be another way that I would say like where is God? He's in the pages, man. Yeah. He's like right there and he's he's been consistent in the pages for thousands mm-hmm. of years. Which to me when I dig deeper underneath that, I go okay, hold on if I'm supposed to be looking to the pages of scripture for comfort mm-hmm. to find God there, just like people did thousands of years ago and people yeah. may be thousands of years from now, should the mm-hmm. Lord tarry, mm-hmm. like that tells me that maybe I'm my troubles are not so unique. Yeah. If, yeah. if my troubles can be answered and comforted in the pages of scripture in the, in the love letter that God wrote me, Maybe, maybe I'm not so isolated and Mm -hmm. alone and my troubles aren't so unique and disastrous. Maybe others have. Yeah. Right. It gives a little bit of context to my, I think
0: like too, a lot of times what we forget is like, I like, I love, I love Job. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible. Oh, Um, but it's like, we forget that like Job spends the first 38 chapters like in pain and torment, like. Like, I, I don't know what the time frame of it was, but I'm imagining like years or at least months, right. like family dies, boils, everything, everybody else is telling him, curse God. And then he speaks out to God and chapter 38 mm. of this story, God speaks to him. Right. God actually like says, and like the, really the speaking is like, who are you to say? who have you created the heavens of the earth? Have right. you held like Orion's belt in your hands? It's like, and so it's really just like, do you understand what I'm doing? Right. And so, and like, I think it's actually one of the other t- things I want to bring up uh, about this is like, I think a question kind of like this was asked to John MacArthur. Okay. Um, and there was a, a video of him basically saying like, like, like who do you think you are? Like how haughty of a, of a person do you think you're not to like trivialize pain or like sure. what's going on, but like understanding that Christ's Christ's sacrifice on the cross is enough. And everything outside of that that isn't like pain in this life is is grace on top of that. Because Christ could have just died for our sins, saved us eternally, and then allowed us just to live the rest of our lives on this earth in pain and torment. Instead, Christ dies for us. And then as a good father, as a good God, he gives us gifts and blessings in our life. Shake that tree. That encourage us. Preach that, brother. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I I think that there's something really, really uncomfortable to most people in that truth, which Mm -hmm. is that in this life you will have tribulation. Yeah. A lot of times I, I think people tend to prescribe that to... Well, yeah, that's, but that's when things go wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like, I I just opened my Bible to Philippians and Paul says, I want you to know brothers that what has happened to me has, it, uh, has really served to advance the gospel. Yeah. So it has become known throughout the whole Imperial guard to all the rest of my imprisonment is Mm -hmm. for Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's, he says, I'm becoming confident in the Lord that by my imprisonment are much more bold. You guys are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So like Paul's able to say my hardships and my troubles, like I see God's hand in it. I see yeah. God be, like God being made much of mm-hmm. like, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Like the promise was there in this life. You will have tribulation. Nobody said, yeah, but that's if you take a wrong turn mm-hmm. or somebody mean does something yeah. or it's because of a broken world. It's mm-hmm. like, or, or like God said, Hey, have you seen my servant Job? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And kind of. Pushed the devil onto Job yeah. to go. I want Job to glorify me. Yeah. Which side note? One of my favorite parts of the Book of Job is around chapter thirty-eight or so when God speaks. But it's because He tells Job what a bunch of idiots his friends are. Yeah, one of my favorite parts yep. in, in, in in that book.
0: One of the favorites. Yeah. Um, there's a so just thinking about like that, and and I think about. How in in the beginning of Job, and and I, I'll reference Job a lot. Like yeah. this is one of my favorite books. But um, in the beginning of, of Job, there. like I think the good thing to note it, when you are going through a tough time, which is kind of hard, I want to talk about it a little bit. Okay, but like God is is has has Satan in submission to him. Sure. Like it's like, and I think a lot of times we see like, what's that weird Facebook post where it's like, like God, like Jesus and Satan doing like a weird armlet wrestling match. Like right. they both, both look like yoked like Arnold, you know? No, it ain't and like that. It's like, no, no, no. Like you don't understand like any move that Satan makes, he makes it under the authority of, of Christ, like in, right. in the book of Job, it says like God calls to, to like the, the hosts of heaven and Satan comes to, to tell him what he's been doing. Exactly. So it's like, it's amazing to think that although you're going through a tough time, everything, every, every action is, is ordained by the Lord. Now that's, that's hard to hear, especially when we talk about, you know, the loss of somebody or, you know, yeah. especially like even, uh, you know, thinking about like, Li- like little ones that have like gotten hurt or, or passed away. Right. It's, it's really like, hard. what have they done? You know, what have they done? But, uh, one of my professors one time told me, and it's just always touched my heart, but basically saying like, he said, you know, like in a sinful world, like for the, for there to be like extreme godly good, like the inverse of that is also like terrible evil. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't have the ultimate good, like at least here on this earth, like the sinful earth that we live in, you can't have the ultimate good without also having like the that's ultimate a hard. Evil.
1: That's a very like mature way to put that, mm-hmm. right? And like I think that. Um, when you talk to the person who's shaking their hand up at the heavens Mm -hmm. and going, but where was God? Mm -hmm. That's not the answer they want to hear. They don't want to hear. Well, God allows such evils to make much of his name and Mm -hmm. to glorify himself. And also for the good of his people. Like they're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I like one of the things I always like to talk about, like, especially if somebody's in that space, like something bad is happening Mm -hmm. and they're getting to that place where they're going, man, like where, where, is God like? Why yeah. do like you hear this a lot? Like, why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah, and it's like I want like flip the script on that and say, why do good things happen to bad people?
0: Yeah,
1: like if the Bible says we all like sheep have gone astray, yep. that we all are sinners, that our hearts are wicked and mm-hmm. and like against the Lord, that we're enemies to the Lord. Yeah, why does He do anything good? Yeah, it's not why do bad things happen to good people. It's like why do good things happen at all to us? Mm-hmm. Like, and if if God was to wipe out every wicked person on the earth, there'd be nobody on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like put it in the right perspective and say, well, I guess in, in that context, like anything I do have is a blessing, Mm -hmm. like, and that's a hard thing to say. Like I have had to comfort people at funerals. Yeah. I've had to comfort people like in the middle of divorce and loss. And Mm -hmm. it's like, there does have to be some sort of comfort in what you've had, like yeah. the time you spent with that person. That's why uh, you know, a lot of Christians um, don't have funerals. Mm-hmm. They have celebrations. Yeah, It should be, a, it's a celebration of that person's life. Mm-hmm. We say, you know, we are happy that person is in the arms of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We miss them. We were going to miss the time we we spent with them, yeah. but um, we're happy for them. Mm-hmm. And like, at least that's,
0: well, and like I think the hard thing is is when you don't believe in in Jesus, when you don't believe right. in that afterlife, that's when it gets really difficult. But what like what's interesting is like there's a lot of people that although they don't believe in God or in Christ, okay. they will ask Christians as like a form of lashing out. You know, like oh, what, like why does your God like allow like you know, these kind of things to happen. Mm. And it's like, you know, I, I don't really try to entertain those ideas because yeah. it's like, like you said, they're not looking for a, a biblical answer. They're right. not looking for the right answer. They're just looking for me to say like, Oh, you're right. I might as well just curse God and die, you know, kind of right. thing. And it's like, you know, it, it it is one of those things you just have to be wise about, you know, who you talk to about that kind of stuff. But like the people that like what you can, what I have found helps is saying like, Hey, You know, I can I can give you the answer, you know, but I don't think you're going to want to hear it. But like, what I can do is I can be there for you as much as possible. Like, I can help you out. Like, I'll you know I'll hang out with you. Like, if you want, you know, we can go and talk. That normally helps kind of smooth the situation. Big
1: thing, yeah. So okay, so like we talked about like where's God like during tough times, like Mm -hmm. in His people, in His Word. Here's another one that I, I see in like John. Uh, chapter 14, uh, verse 26 says, but the avid, I can't even talk right now, the mm-hmm. advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. May peace, my peace I give to you. Mm-hmm. I do not give, to you as the world gives, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And so one of the ways that the Bible says like, where is God in the midst like of tough times is literally, if you're a believer, he's dwelling within you Mm -hmm. in the midst of those tough times, which is kind of an interesting thought. Like I'm going to go off in la la land right now and just talk a little bit, but like, it's an interesting thought to think that like we are no longer our own, Mm -hmm. right? The, we are a temple for the living god the holy spirit dwells within us Mm -hmm. that means that he's yes he's a counselor Mm -hmm. and he he guides us and he leads us he convicts us and and all of those things but he's also experiencing the spirit of god is actually experiencing like our hardships with us Mm -hmm. he's in the fight with us Mm -hmm. right like it also says that in um, where was it in, uh, Deuteronomy, yeah. right? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord, your God goes with you. Mm-hmm. He will never leave or forsake you. Yeah. So like when we're walking in the Valley, we're not going, where is he on the other side of the Valley? We're mm-hmm. going, no, he's in the Valley with me. Yeah. And that is a comfort to know that like, likewise, like it's a, it's communal. Like, yeah you have you have the holy spirit walking with you in your valleys just like i do in mine mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit more
0: relatable between you and me yeah. we have a common denominator yeah. in
1: our valleys
0: well and i think too like it's it's important to note that like once again going back to the community aspect of it like yeah. yes the lord is there for you but at the same time like i think as a lot of times as christians we get afraid of saying you know i'm having a really bad time like these last you know this last month and a half like has been horrible for right. me you know it, like as christians we think like oh my hope and joy must be in the lord like at all times oh yeah and if i you know if i you know show a moment of weakness then the devil is one and it's like No, you know, that's not the, that's not the case actually. Like we're supposed to grieve with one another. Like we're supposed to share in each other's sorrows. And so if you're going through a bad time, like you need to be open and vocal about that. Now, if it's, you know, moving on three months and you're still in the grieving process, like unless it's like a very huge loss that you've taken, but like at the same time, there still should be a moment where you, where you start to heal, like where the healing process begins and that should be evident. And the reason why I say that is because like, I've also seen Christians in, on the in side like three and a half years later and they're still grieving about the same thing and it's like oh you haven't begun the healing process you've just you just continue to rip open that wound right you know
1: um it's definitely interesting like where is god like in the midst of the tough times like god is there like he's moving through like you're saying those processes Mm -hmm. of healing Mm -hmm. like with you guiding you through them it's up to us Right Whether or not we want to lean on our own understanding yeah. or and and or trust in him and yeah. allow him to guide and direct our steps. So like it's definitely oof, it's tough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, a Christian should, we believe be wanting to move forward to healing. Mm-hmm. But we I agree with you, we should also be acknowledging the fact that, you know, right now, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. right now, I'm a little bit angry at you, yeah. God. Right now, I'm a little bit frustrated at the situation. I'm a little bit confused. I have my doubts. Like yeah. in all of those things, right? Like God embraces each of those like emotions and the things that we're having, right? Mm-hmm. Like he he comes to the man and and, and says, you know, um, do you believe in me? He says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yeah. Jesus doesn't walk away from that guy. Yeah. Jesus doesn't like... Like smash him, tell him he's stupid. Oh, ye of little faith. Mm -hmm. Jesus understands, right? Like, oh, you do believe, but you're having your troubles. Yeah. I get that. Like, he's not like, I feel like I, I, it's hard. Like maybe Christianity has been portrayed as this unrealistic, like happy go lucky. You should just be smiling. Things should be all right. And, and You know, oh, praise the Lord. Everything's good. It's like, no, dude, like you should go to the people who you love and trust, Mm -hmm. starting with the Lord, but then the people that God's put around you and say, I'm not okay. Yeah. I'm not doing well. Yeah. And so maybe that's like a little bit of an abstract answer, but like, where is God? Like in the middle of tough times, he's in your transparency and your confession Mm -hmm.
0: Well, like and I think, well. like, what, what's interesting, and I, I've i actually never heard of the mini- this ministry before, but, like, our, our church does a really amazing job with a ministry called the Stevens Ministry. Right. And, like, the, the paraministry over that is the care ministry. Uh-huh. And the whole idea is, like, the people that are, like, hurting, the people that are going through tough times, like, there's a ministry of people that aren't aren't psychologists or counselors but they've been right. trained in the ability to listen to people right to, you know give people comfort in tough times and there are people that are just naturally gifted at that like my wife is one of them and I've always been upset like try to bring a little bit of humor in the podcast but like I've always been upset because as I as a youth counselor as a youth leader like I would always be at youth camp and I'd be waiting for that like kid to come up to me and just pour his heart out and like you know reveal all of his troubles to me and that was never never something that happened to me and my wife was always that person at youth camp that would just like show up the first day and some girl would just see her and be like i hate myself like start to break down and cry and it's like there are some people that just have this like demeanor about them that's like i want to just and so i think it's important to note that like when you are going through a tough time like there, I feel like in in every church, there should be a Stevens ministry, because mm-hmm. in every church, there are going to be people that will constantly be going through tough times. you know And, and yeah. like I said, like I think that's just the biggest thing is like in in those tough times, like you can say, "Where is God?" Or mm-hmm. you can look around yourself and realize like, "Oh, like the Holy Spirit resides in you. He also resides in in the other like people in my life group, and mm-hmm. the other people in, like in my church, in the other people in my community that are there to support me.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a, I, I, I'm starting to think like deeper about the question itself, mm. like the motives and intentions behind the question of where is God in the mm. midst of these tough times. And like some of the maybe like reasons for asking that question is because obviously like you feel like you're getting a bad deal. Mm. You feel like you're getting a raw deal. And yeah. and again, like back to the, like the context or, or a better perspective is like, you know, let's talk about some, let's get specific, right? Like a family member that you love passes. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've been there in a hard way where like an aunt that I loved with all my heart, who is one of the godliest women that I know died painfully from cancer. Yeah. And I remember in that moment struggling a bit. Mm-hmm. I remember in the moment struggling a bit because I remember, I'm sure watching her wince in pain in bed as she was like passing away. I'm, I don't know if she was thinking it. She never vocalized it, but I remember sitting at the foot of her bed and thinking, God, why are you doing this to her? Mm -hmm. Like, why would you do this to one of the godliest women? I know like she doesn't deserve that. Does she like, I remember having those thoughts and I remember having to relinquish some of those and just saying, I don't know what you're doing here, God. Mm -hmm. And so like, maybe that's kind of an answer as well. Like where is God in the midst of this? Like, doing something that we don't yet understand yeah like and and i think that's Mm, that's so good we want to take the sovereignty we love taking control we want all the understanding and facts Mm -hmm. i want to see every stone in front of me laid out for a hundred yards and god's like that that's not going to serve you. Mm -hmm. All that's going to do is drive you insane. I'm just going to show you the stone in front of you to step on. Yeah. And then you take them one at a time. You'll look back eventually and see where you came from. You'll see the path that Mm. was laid out, but you can't handle what's way down the road yet. You got to handle this stone. That's so good. You yeah, know? I
0: really agree with that. Like, and I think we do that a lot of times too. And in, in like in everything, right? Like, we always want to see like God. There's you know, there's a there's two different choices that I can make. Like, just give me your plan, give me your guidance. And sometimes mm. God's just saying like, just put one foot in front of the other and make a decision. You know. Right. And it's like we, but we always want the like God. I want the the hundred step plan. And he's right. like, no, you couldn't handle the hundred step Can't plan. But you can handle the the the, the next step. Yep. You know, and the next step. And so I really I really like what you have to say there. Because a lot of times like in grief, it's literally just like, hey, wake up the next day, Mm. get out of bed and start your day. Like if you can do those those things, I think that you can you can get through that, you know, that that grief that you're going through. So I really like I really like what you have to say about that, because it really is like it's. It's putting one foot in front of the other every single day.
1: The last the last one I could, and I'm trying to like scrape every like nook and cranny and corner. Because if there is somebody out there and they are going through a tough time, like I, w- I want you to have as much understanding of like where God is in the midst mm-hmm. of the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things, like uh, the, the last one I can think of comes from Romans chapter five um and it says not only starting in verse 3 not only so but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance character character hope and the hope does not put us to shame because god's love has been poured out onto us or into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us so where is god in the midst of our trials and our struggles and our tough times he's he's busy building you up yeah he's he's busy preparing you Mm -hmm. for another season where he's going to use you Mm -hmm. right like i i know for a fact that there are things that my wife and i have gone through together that we have experienced things that she's gone through i've watched her Mm -hmm. struggle through And she or I or we have been able to use later as a testimony because of that experience Mm -hmm. that God has brought us on the other side of things that we can now use to bless other people, to encourage them to be that community that you've talked about. Mm -hmm. So it's like, where's God in that kind of training you? kind of doing what he's supposed to do which is strengthen you Mm. and allow you to walk through those like if you don't believe that then like you're gonna have a real hard time understanding the fact that god the father let jesus like go into the wilderness be led by Mm. the devil into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted yeah like how do you read that yeah that bit of scripture you read it like hey we all go through it how do you read the cross Mm. like the crucifixion of christ like God's doing something that people didn't understand, yeah, right. But it's glorifying God, like mm-hmm. in that moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And I think, like, too, just before we before we stop the podcast, yep. but like, you know, <clears throat> when we when we think about mourning, we think about like, you know, where where God, where is God in the tough times? I think, too, the beautiful thing about being a Christian in, in today's society is that like we have the Holy Spirit within our like within ourselves, and we know when there is. <laughs> We know when there's a time, I, I would say, to grieve and when there's a time to be hopeful, right? right? So it's like, you know, obviously, like, when we talk about death, that's that's very hard. Like, you will grieve in that time. But, like, like there are some times that I've, I've had friends that have, like, lost their jobs or something like that. And instead of them being, like, sad about it, which most people, like, if they were to get, like, fired, they would be like, oh, man, like, this is such a bummer. Like, but they, like, hey the like the doors closing on this on this opportunity and it's going to open somewhere else like they're extremely right. hopeful and and it's it's amazing to me because it's like wow you have a hope and a future like you literally have a hope and a future and you're not going to let this minor setback like define you and so like but what i think is interesting and this is what i was i was looking up on my phone because i was yeah Really interesting. I knew this, but I just had to look it up. But um, it says that there were. Uh, I'm reading from it's gotquestions.org. I don't know, uh, but it says there were also times uh, when the Lord commanded His people not to mourn at all because His actions had a higher purpose that they were uh, to follow without looking back. Mm. Uh, Jeremiah 16:5, uh, Jeremiah 22:10, uh, Ezekiel 24:15 through 17. Aaron his and his sons were not to show any sign of mourning over the deaths of uh, Nadab and Abihu on on pain. Of death, God's judgment on uh, Nadab and Abihu was just, and Aaron uh, was not to imply through their actions that they thought otherwise. So right. it's like, in, you know, in these certain situations, uh, you know, God says, "Like, hey, I have other plans for you, mm-hmm. and this time is coming to a close, and yeah. here's a here's another time." And so I just think it's interesting because it's like, like you said, like at, normally at like a Christian's funeral, it's like yes, we can mourn. We can be very sad. Like that's all appropriate responses. Mm -hmm. But I think like one of the biggest things for me that I've ever seen was like, I had a friend when I was very young, die and her family, instead of, I mean, we're like, I think she was eight years old, like 10 years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, her family said like, we don't want to like have a day where we just cry for, for like our daughter, like we're going to do that, but we'd rather like celebrate her life and her memory. Right. And they decided to have a worship service, you know, yeah. and it was like, and to this day, like my family and friends in Indiana, like that, they, they still say like, that is one of the best worship services that they've ever been a part sure. of. And it all came about because a 10 year old girl died. That's hard, so it's yeah. like, you know, it is hard, but recognizing like, Hey, here's this beautiful life that God had created and he took in his time. And she was here to bless us yeah. in that time. Like, like, you know, yes, you can mourn and there are times for that, but there are also times to say like, let's rejoice in what the Lord has totally. done because he has given us something good yeah. and he's taken it away.
1: Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Hey, you know, I think and to end the podcast similarly, but a little bit different, yeah. which would be um, if you are listening and you're going through a tough time, whether it's, you know, Death in the family or a friend or divorce or sickness or in anything that you're going through, you know, you can feel free to reach out to us yeah. uh, on Instagram or Twitter at biblical lenses and we'll just pray for you. Yeah. And understand that, like, you know, if you feel like there's no one else out there, like, we would love to walk through it with you. Mm-hmm. Well, we would totally love to do that because we understand that, like, um, we all go through those seasons like it's gonna happen so you know please 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 um you know reach out to somebody and if that's somebody's us we would be we, we would love to walk through that with you um, uh yep and that's it really
0: 100 uh, yeah. yeah
1: um so we will uh i mean we'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter um if you have any thoughts you can dm us for that as well but really pretty much that's it yeah um and we will uh we'll talk to you guys in the next episode mm-hmm.